welcome everybody to our newest episodes. Excellent, excellent. So let's jump right in. I think, uh, as always, we'll give a little bit of a context, then what kind of you know, image we may have had in advance of making this experience and the experience itself. And then we will uh, together look a little bit at takeaways and what we can learn from that. And today it's our pleasure to hear a nice experience from someone. So go ahead. Great, thanks. So I'm going to talk about uh, a Namibian wedding, uh, oh. but that happened in South Africa. So, you know, Namibia and South Africa are the bottom tip of the African continent. Mm -hmm. And so the context is uh, a very good friend of mine um, the, from Germany uh, when uh, I was working at Deutsche Telekom um, had his wedding and he's Namibian. Um, mm -hmm. So African or Namibian. Uh, and so we went uh, to the wedding with uh, uh, another colleague. Uh, and like I said, the wedding happened in, uh, in South Africa. Okay. And so, you know, I've been to South Africa before and um, I didn't know what to expect. Particularly, I was looking forward to discovering, you know, maybe the Africans' weddings are have a specific flavor, but I was expecting maybe they're just like, regular, let's say, white weddings, right? Mm -hmm. That's it from, um, let's say, perspectives-wise. Then mm -hmm. we flew and got in there. Mm -hmm. um, and so let's say three things happened uh, during the wedding that uh, were a combination of surprising and funny. Um, so first, the flight from Germany to South Africa is like 11 hours or so. Very long, right? All right. Okay. Yeah. We arrived. And so uh, the first surprise to me was that I was expecting that maybe we would drive to some city hall or something. Uh, we arrived, landed in, in Juburg, mm -hmm. got uh, on the way to Pretoria. And then from Pretoria, um, we then drove for like what seemed like uh, maybe another hour. We're driving in the bush. So the wedding was supposed to happen on the farm. Okay, just a quick question. So you flew with your friend from Germany, a co-worker. You arrived right. then, and the two of you, you took the, the trip, yeah? There was nobody meeting you or anything. You just went where you were expecting Correct. or told that the thing takes Yes, we, we had some guidance and direction and GPS mm -hmm. kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, this was us. So uh, the first surprise for me was like, okay, the wedding was happening on the farm. In retrospect, maybe not such a big surprise because... My friend, uh, his family in Namibia, they have a farm and, you know, it's that kind of, uh, let's say, um, uh, activity. That you, could have, you could have expected it if you thought about the context, but what you normally would have expected from a wedding was something different, I guess. Yeah, so. Exactly. So that was the first thing. And so uh, some uh, context about the wedding itself now in, inside the farm. So there was a little chapel. Uh, on the farm, it looked like maybe the chapel was used by that farm and the neighboring farms, you know, a bit of a community church, if you want to call it that. Uh, so the church was obviously in Afrikaans language, and the majority of people uh, there were dressed, uh, what you might say, business, oh, let's say ceremony plus farm dressing. So the shoes were sometimes some people had, you know, suits and jackets on, 
some people were a little more f- like relaxed blazers mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. some guys just came in their shirts but mm-hmm. many people just had uh you know boots and the shoes mm-hmm. uh, that one who were of course on the farm the and practical. It, it, exactly yeah. so it wasn't mm-hmm. like a paved road or anything we we're all like walking a bit of the, the scrubs and things like that to get to the farm okay. so that was the first uh experience um and church was uh you know it was in Afrikaans. we had people sitting next to us uh sometimes people would clap or or respond something obviously we had no idea when to say what <laughs> and <laughs> then we finished the church you say okay let's go to the reception now which was another maybe 20 30 minutes drive yeah. somewhere okay. um and then we got to the place uh you know it was already a bit thirsty and all that so there was a nice little, uh, I think, uh, watermelon or some some soft drink mm-hmm. uh, coming out of a jar. I think I must have taken two or three. By the time I went for the th- for the last one or the next one, let's uh, say, oh, sorry, it's over. If you want more drinks now, you can go to the to the bar next there. Um, and I say, okay, why change locations? I mean, went to the bar. Hey, I would like a drink. Say which drink? I say, you know, the same as what's there before. I say, yeah, we don't know which was there. What do you mean? I say, okay, watermelon. I say, that will be, and he gave me a price. I say, what? <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to, to pay for the drinks. We were supposed to pay for the drink. So I was like, hmm, this is a bit strange. Then they said food was coming soon. Mm-hmm. And same story, yeah? You mm-hmm. had to, to choose your menu and then you have to pay. I think you had to pay before. You get served so, so the drinks were kind of included and then the the dishes or the food was not the welcome so, drink was included additional uh-huh. drinks you have to pay and okay. food you have to pay i see interesting okay so i found it strange i was like huh you know uh, we just uh, flew 11 hours uh, <laughs> <laughs> why why do we have to pay for food i've never been to a wedding like that before where right. you have to pay for food so but the biggest issue now is they don't take credit card or anything huh? so right. we have to find cash um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now It's me and my shit. friend yeah <clears throat> me and my friend had rented a car uh, to drive obviously to this uh, remote location mm-hmm. so we thought let's take a car and hunt for an atm mm-hmm. so i think we drove because it was in the middle of a farm of course you have to drive so far to get to <laughs> the main city okay by the time we got to the main city we were hungry And there was an ATM next to a Burger King. And we thought, okay, let's do <laughs> let's let's kill two yeah. birds with one stone. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Okay. So that was the second experience. And the last one um, was, you know, during the chit chat mm-hmm. with people there, everybody was, uh, let's say, relatively nice. And there wasn't any major issues, but I was aware in a bit of a weird way mm-hmm. of uh, being, let's say, a minority mm-hmm. in a place where I couldn't understand the language, right? Because let's say mm-hmm. if I'm in Europe or the US, of course I'm a minority, but you mm-hmm. know, I speak the language. Right. But here I felt like I couldn't even participate in anything. So those were the the experiences wow. I made in Nambia. Overall, the wedding was beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. my friend is like uh, one of my best friends and very mm-hmm. nice guy, etc. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, that was a very special, special experience. I call it a Namibian wedding. <laughs> a Namibian <laughs> wedding in South Africa. Excellent. In wow. South Africa. Right? There's quite a lot, I think, to uh, to pick up on. So 
Uh, maybe um, first question, um, you, you touched a bit on it, but I would be interested, do, were you the only foreigners there or do you think there was, a little, what share of the participants or the guests of this wedding do you believe were locals and how many or what share was from outside of South Africa, Namibia, let's say? Hmm. I don't remember exactly, but I think it seemed like there was maybe another couple of uh, friends of uh, of my friend who was getting married who came mm -hmm. from outside of the the area mm -hmm. um but i i don't think i don't remember that uh we connected very much because remember half of the wedding we were trying to find an atm also <laughs> yes <laughs> and then also interesting to me like how, how did the introduction take place i mean you came uh, apparently uh, obviously from quite far away Yes. Uh, how was it introduced to you? How were you introduced to the crowd? How, how was this initiated? Or was it just, you know, everybody arrived at the same time and then things moved forward? <laughs> I, I think uh, what happened was we got a lot of very good directions about where mm -hmm. to go and how to go. And until we got to the place, I think we could also chat over WhatsApp or something with my friend. But right. obviously from the moment we arrived, he was preparing, stay, staying with the, busy, uh, yeah, with the sure. bride, etc. Yeah. So we kind of had to find our way, asking a bit of questions. And of course, I came to the farm and I was like, are you sure this is the right place? We asked someone, is this the place? Is this the guy who getting married? I said, yeah, yeah, come in. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. So what I was also wondering a little bit, because you mentioned, okay, you got there um, and then you had the drinks and everything. And then obviously you were surprised. And I'm also surprised we should dig a little bit into this. Uh, why <laughs> yes. um, why uh, to pay at some point uh, for the drinks or later on for the, for the food. But my initial reaction was also, okay, you didn't know that in advance, which I guess I would have the same situation. But did nobody offer you to lend you any money? Because, you know, if you don't have cash at that moment... <laughs> We normally expect also somebody to maybe say, okay, you don't have cash. I, let me lend a hand or something. But how did this turn out? <laughs> so it was a bit of a, a, a very unusual situation. We, my friend that flew from Germany and I, we knew mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. Everybody else there, I don't think we knew other than his parents who probably mm -hmm. were also, you know, uh, running around, etc. So it, there wasn't even anybody to ask, lend me some money. It's like, okay, how are yeah. you going to pay me back? I don't even yeah, know exactly. you. We didn't know <laughs> really many people yeah. there. Exactly. Now, yeah. and, I hmm. and I feel like the restaurant people, I mean, for them, it's a business operation. So hmm. uh, you don't have money. Pff, I don't care. Right? Go find your money and come back. It wasn't <laughs> like, you know, the family or maybe let's say a catering where, okay, yeah, you can eat now, later on, give me your hmm. name. Maybe I'll speak to your friend, he'll pay or whatever. No, no, no. It was just the guy was there for his business. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, uh, we're, we're clients. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive a little bit into the interpretation here. I mean, I also, this is the first time I hear such a setup, as you uh, mentioned. It's interesting. And, and maybe <laughs> let's just reflect a little bit. Like, what do you think? Yeah. Because obviously the, the big uh, surprise, I guess, was uh, partly um, the way that, you know, he was supposed to pay for this food and everything what what are your thoughts like why like why is it like that because it's, it sounds different i guess from other places and other weddings i've known right so years later i asked a friend of mine i think uh, uh in america who told me yeah some weddings are like that also here so mm -hmm. i realized that maybe it's not that uncommon mm -hmm. but for me i think the reflections might be um you know, living on a farm, etc. people are practical, right? Yeah. Uh, 
maybe there's some uh, culture of let's not yeah, spend enormously for a wedding. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just have something where people can drink, etc. Maybe mm-hmm. there is some culture about, you know, people are not very fussy um, mm-hmm. in uh, on the farm. Maybe people eat before going to events. And, you know, so yeah. my explanation is that they're just super practical people and maybe yeah. also uh, no value in spending a lot for a wedding compared to, let's right. say, India. I'm sure that when yes. you were in India... Uh, someone right. might People take a loan. Right? saving when the kid is born, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right, the which is, is, is very similar, I would say, in Nigeria as well. And so, yeah, yeah, it definitely didn't give the same vibe in uh, in this uh, wedding. Wow. And also, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to have only financial reasons. I could also imagine, you know, uh, not valuing excess as such, maybe. Right. Like, as you mentioned, maybe not people getting overly drunk or anything. Could be many, many aspects, but that's really interesting. 100%. 100%. Uh, that, uh, and any, did you notice by any other visitors, they were also surprised or was it pretty much common practice for everybody else? Now reflecting, I think there was another a friend or colleague from Deutsche Telekom who was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't quite remember um, interacting with him on about the wedding. I mm-hmm. do know that this friend is Dutch. So I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know if it's a culture or so similar like that in Dutch, uh, in Holland. But people around the wedding didn't seem too, let's say, surprised or... We were just uh, the two headless chickens <laughs> wondering, yeah. what do we do here? <laughs> Me and my, my friend that we came from Germany. Yeah, and my friend was Russian. I see. So okay. he was also wow. equally surprised. I think maybe yeah. in Russia, you don't pay for your, for your own weddings. Uh, yeah. Sorry, in most places, it's not like that. It's really a unique uh, setup. I've also not heard that, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely interesting. But you also mentioned it. It's, uh, it's basically on the context to some ex- extent. There's another thing you mentioned I would like to um, to pick up on is uh, you mentioned yeah. you were a minority in a place where you didn't speak a language. Of course, yes. I don't uh, understand that. First of all, I think your friend as well. But also, was there any uh, anything additional that you felt uh, created a special vibe, or was it? Yes. So there are three things I would say. First, mm-hmm. I was a minority. Second, mm-hmm. I didn't speak the language. And yes. third, my type of minority in that mm-hmm. country, I think typically they have tensions with mm-hmm. the, the the white uh, majority. So, you know, South Africa, mm-hmm. the apartheid, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. I think maybe these three things, the interplay of these three things, I'll be curious to know what's going on in people's minds there. But yeah. for me, it felt first um, like a lack of opportunity to really enjoy and know what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like how do they have fun? What do they chat about? These kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Second, I was also a bit curious and wondering, like, what is the perception that people, uh, let's say, Afrikaners uh, have mm-hmm. of non-South African Blacks? Yeah. Right? Because there's usually a lot of tension, or yeah. at least I hear that there's a lot of tension between South African whites and Blacks, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, you guys in apartheid, you did it this way, this one, oh, you guys are running the country now, all these kinds of things are here now right. what is it like when you meet a guy from benin uh, is it like ah okay this is a different black or, or can you distinguish yeah i mean was there any let's say things that you remember at least where you know either 
was it just unclear or was it also maybe hostile or was it just um, ambiguous? Can you reflect on that or is there any? Yeah, I think I can only interpret, right? Because first mm -hmm. I didn't know, really know their culture. So mm -hmm. yeah, so what I thought might, was aggressive might be just, just the way that people act there. But I, I do remember that people were very direct. Like someone would say, give me this or yeah, do that. Or it wasn't like, Oh, hi. I was wondering if you could possibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. It wasn't that kind of thing. So again, I interpreted yeah. getting, things, getting things done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I interpreted as being direct and also like when you're on the farm, I mean, you don't have time to be, I don't know, uh, using niceties, just get the stuff done. Right. So mm. I think there was definitely an element of um, directness, mm. which I could interpret slightly, maybe on the aggressive side. But mm. also the fact that people didn't talk to us much, I didn't know how to interpret it. On the one hand, mm. I mean, uh, first of all, maybe they don't even know who we are and uh, all of that. They, mm. they know themselves. For some people, it was an opportunity to catch up with old friends. And mm -hmm. second of all, maybe they were like, yeah, why go and start something with uh, these guys now? It could only bring uh, either waste of time or trouble. I don't know. I was thinking all these uh, these things okay i mean it sounds really interesting and i i also think uh there were many ways in which let's say your friend for example could have introduced you to it maybe he wasn't even aware that it's kind of unusual maybe for somebody coming from uh, from the outside but in any case you made a very uh, unique experience i can tell and um, <laughs> what i think is always interesting in this uh, podcast of course is to reflect a little bit like what do we learn from that so if you yes. reflect now years back uh, years later um What do you think does it teach? What did it teach you in particular? And what does it, what can you be generalized from this experience? Yes. So before answering that, I just wanted to add to your point about my friend, uh, you know, mm. maybe introducing us to the situ to the context, etc. Mm. I think first it's your wedding day and uh, the guy probably, his head wasn't uh, just, you know, thinking about these two guys from Germany, sure. how can I accommodate them? <laughs> I hope so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And second, I think he might have given us some instructions, but you know, there's something about someone might say, oh, Tobias, you know, come to California and when you're here, just make sure to not take a, a taxi, or let's, don't take an Uber, take a Lyft. Mm -hmm. And for mm -hmm. you, Uber and Lyft, you don't really know the difference. Eh? What's this? And only after you gain some experience on the ground, you really understand what they're yeah. trying to tell you. So maybe context, he gave some yeah. instructions and yeah. we just didn't fully understand. Yeah, you didn't know the context, yeah, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Now to answer yeah. your question about uh, lessons, mm. I think the biggest one for me was just practicality. Mm. You know, I've been in, in cultures where it just feels like people focus on things that I, I find very expensive and I can't really exp explain for myself why. Mm. Right. If you go to a wedding in, to your point, in India or in, in Nigeria, mm. uh, or let's say some Nigerian weddings in the US, I hear that you may have to have a budget where you fly in the whole family or, you know, big venues, uh, mm. just by looking at the number of participants, the number of guests, yeah. right? You talked about a thousand, at least a thousand guests, right? This yeah. wedding, I think maybe we were a total of maybe 50 or mm. so. Just about practicality and being an independent thinker, uh, mm -hmm. just because something happened a certain way in your community, you don't have to 
to do it that way. You have to look at your circumstances. Now, I'm not criticizing and judging that, you know, the Nigerian or Indian weddings are are bad, right? Because it serves also another purpose. Uh, To your point, if you have a wedding that looks good like that, maybe that's a way for the next uh, future groom of your of your wife to know that okay these guys they're a good family or whatever so it can serve i don't know if that's it, that's uh, right but it can serve many purposes i think the bigger yeah. point is just that it's interesting to see that you can spend from one to a hundred x on weddings <laughs> on the same planet yeah exactly different ways of of, of of celebrating also i guess and and this yes. occasion itself might may have also in the culture have a different meaning you know so there's exactly various aspects to that Exactly. So, um, By the way, I can imagine yeah. that the wedding in Namibia, that mm-hmm. it costs maximum 100 mm-hmm. of a Nigerian wedding. I can imagine that for sure. Because <laughs> basically, what did the guys have to pay for? Like a jar of drink right. and maybe some, you know, the venue and stuff. A, a wedding in Nigeria, that jar is for maybe five people and you have to feed a thousand people. Yeah, exactly. And that's also, I think, always interesting, also reflecting from the outside, like people sometimes speak about Africa as one country or one place, you know, like as yes. if, you know, <laughs> and then obviously, you know, <laughs> so many countries, so many cultures within a country even, and, uh, uh, you know, everything is, is kind of unique. And that shows exactly one example that you just mentioned, how different it can be uh, uh, between those. hundred um, percent. You, you know, for me, when people talk about, oh, Africa, Africa, it's mm. almost as diverse as when you say Asia. So Asia yeah. has the, the Arab world. It has mm. India. It has China. Mm. It has, you know, so many different Japan, groups, right? Imagine, China. exactly. Imagine you say, I went to Asia. It's the same mm. way that it comes across to me when someone says, ah, I went to Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a generalization uh, that sometimes or often I think people that haven't been to those places then yes. take, you know, as a oversimplification maybe. Um, exactly. But I also think maybe on reflection on your experience, I mean, you went there, you might have felt a little bit uncomfortable, I guess, at some point, uh, maybe surprised. But always, as you just mentioned, you, I think, assumed good intent, yeah? that at least uh, yes. how it came across, that you said, you know, it's different, but, you know, unless uh, it's kind of obvious that there is bad intention, then uh, let's go with the flow and just experience it and, and you know, just, you know, be surprised, be curious, but not offended. That's also what yes. I kind of feel that, on reflection it sounds like you do not have any grudge or anything like that no 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 mm. and by the way also because there wasn't um i wasn't treated in a different way than other guests it was mm. just a whole setup that was different from let's say a different wedding for me but yeah. in that particular wedding everybody was paying it wasn't like they say oh black guy don't pay or guy who flew from germany <laughs> yeah, I get it. uh I you get have it. to pay or, you know this kind of thing one thing i would say though is I think in the context of broader, let's say, South African, you know, racial relations and this kind of thing, um, it's always interesting when a group goes to an event of the other group, Mm. you know, there's, oh, there seems to always be this curiosity. Now, I don't Mm -hmm. know, maybe it's the case in all, uh, in all countries, all cultures, almost like, huh, why did you come here? Like, what are you doing here? Oh, yeah, I think it's multiple levels, as you mentioned. There's first of all, you know, how you got to know each other. There's also like, where's he come from, or where do they come from, and what's their background. There's there's these that's making weddings also interesting to some extent because you meet people from different phases of your life that you know had an or still have an important role to play. 
and then you 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 bring them all together. That's also maybe a little bit where I was thinking um, with your Russian friend, you know, because yeah. in my experience, which is maybe also an oversimplification, um, I encountered Russians to be rather straight also and and rather you know pragmatic sometimes um, in certain ways. So, so funny both, enough, both, yes, my Russian friend found. Yeah. Well, my Russian friend found the uh, people in uh, in South Africa at this wedding to be even more direct and straight. Which was funny to, it was funny to me because I remember my friend was like, well, this is it. We, we, we have to pay for, for food. I, say, yeah. I was thinking, you know, maybe it's just, just a guess, you know, that his directness is closer to the directness maybe of the place that you encountered and yours is more further. You had more of a stretch. But I guess it's maybe too too detailed to look at that. <laughs> no, no, he he went and asked the guy. So his directness to to illustrate it. When I yeah. first went and asked the restaurant guy or the, the caterer, and he said, "Oh yeah, you have to pay." I couldn't believe it. And I thought, "Okay, let me come and tell my Russian friend." <laughs> and I came. I was like, "We have to pay for food." He said, "What? Really?" I said, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, "Do you want a check?" He said, "Do you think I should?" I said, "Yeah." So he went there and said, "Hi." Do we have to pay for food here? And the guy said, yes, the food, I'm making the food here. So if you want to buy it, you pay here as a menu. Let's say you want this, you pay this much. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe they were surprised. Like, why are you asking? <laughs> Obviously, if you want to eat here, you pay for it. Like, what are you exactly. talking about? <laughs> and, then, and then my Russian friend came back and said, I guess you're right. He, he looked yeah. at me straight and said, we have to pay. I said, well, how did you want him to look at you? You're a Russian person. And typically exactly. you tell me that you guys are straight so anyway yeah. world is full of stereotypes so i guess even yeah. for a russian person who's supposed to be direct uh yeah. my friend found someone who was more direct in <laughs> namibia uh, yeah. in south africa yeah it's great i think it's a great it's a great experience and uh, actually one which i usually uh, if i look at those uh, encounters also think, you know, it was surprising at the moment, but it was still a very interesting experience that you now talk about because, you know, if everything would have gone to your expectations, it would be, I guess, one of many weddings, which might not necessarily uh, stick in your head as such, but you now have this reflection. You have uh, made a real uh, experience in a different culture, very original yeah. one, it seems. And uh, yeah, it sounds really like a great experience. Yeah, no, absolutely. I must say, I think on the ground, on the day of, I must have had a mix of feelings. I remember that at some point I was outraged a bit, like, oh, come on. I was in a flight for 11 hours. They mm. even gave me food on the, on the, on the, on the freaking flight. And they don't know well, me. It was African Airlines, so you should have paid for it. It was Lufthansa. <laughs> no, it was Lufthansa. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Whenever I go to a country mm -hmm. where I don't have sort of a lot of friends or whatever, at the airport, I make sure to take enough money to survive one day. Yeah. Right. This is, I mean, it sounds obvious, but in this no, world of credit cards, Cash is king. that's not... also my lessons learned from many trips. You also exactly. always need some money. Exactly. Cash. And mm. usually, then what I also do is, you know, if I have a friend, another friend or something in the, in the country, reach out a few days before, hey, I'll be in town. And if I could even bring that friend along, mm. why not? So that mm. they, first of all, it's good to see them. Second, they can help uh, do the cultural translations and, you know, sure. maybe if I, I had called an Afrikaans friend uh, in South Africa, he would have said, uh, did you take some money? Because, you know, we might need to pay. And I'll be like, oh, we pay for food. Then all the surprise would have been had beforehand yes, yes. as opposed yeah. to during the event. Yeah. 
But then we wouldn't have had this very great story. So thanks a lot for sharing. So we have now two Indeed. wedding uh, episodes and I think it was a very good one. So yeah, thank you a lot, someone. And uh, looking forward to the next episode with you. Likewise.